Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Now, Phil, how how are you recovering from your vast operation? <laughs> uh, actually, it's coming along quite well. They had three minor little ailments in the knee, and uh, he tells me the outer side of my knee is fairly well worn and uh, it's, it's, yeah, really, it's so. really good that the microphone we use is good because you know in your wheelchair you're so far <laughs> away from it no I'm up and about pretty well I walked out of the out of the clinic out of the hospital on last Tuesday so uh, coming along all right thank you though Rick for I've, asking. I've, I've heard so often from so many people that you're such a brave man. That's what it is. <laughs> Bravery is my middle word name. Yeah. Well, let's start off with some local footy. Local footy? Yeah. Wasn't there some close games? Well, well, not the one I saw. No, not the one. That's <laughs> the only one that wasn't freeling. And they, as we go back in this uh, radio show, that uh, they had them in my top four. Well, you certainly did. And, um, I mean, the only thing you could argue is that they absolutely demolished Gawler Central, but uh, Gawler Central are sort of an excuse for a footy team the way they played over the weekend. So um, I think the judge will be, uh, when Freeling play, somebody a little bit more competitive. They yeah. annihilated them. And in yeah. fact, in fact, the, what was it, 92 points or whatever, um, yep. it should have been more. Uh, they oh, okay. really... They, they really wasted a number of opportunities. Um, not that that's a criticism of them, but they could have won by any margin they liked. So they, I think they've fallen into the uh, situation, Gawler Centre, of recruiting players they did have at the club uh, prior to, you know, when they had their good heyday. Um, and perhaps they, their best days are gone, like your Mercers, your Clint Hill. I think, you know, their, their best footy is probably past them and um well i think you're probably right i think the other thing is that with with someone like i can remember when uh, i was first reporting the footy and and central were really on top but mercer was having the ball delivered to him mm. with oh, silver and service helps, and, yeah and um, their midfield now is that non i mean mercer won't kick many goals this season because no, he's no, not no. going to get the ball delivered to him now they'll be bottom two as yeah. i've stated on this show uh you know, previous. Well, you've always had your finger on the pulse. Oh, so. absolutely. There's no <laughs> doubt about that, Rick. And there'd be no arguments from a lot of people. So, um, so we've got uh, Newry beating Williston by four points. That's a bit of a... I thought Newry would have beaten them by five or more goals. Well, I would have too. Uh, yep, that was a bit of a yeah, shock for me. Very much of a shock, I think, because it would seem, and of course it's early days, but it, it seemed as though Williston had basically not recruited very mm. well in anything. But I mean, so, they, again, they, they're a bit like Gawler Centro came back, Jamie Williams yeah. has come back again for yeah. about the third time. Well, his footy days, are, his best days are past him. So, um, yeah, but anyway, they obviously competitive. Yes, yes. Uh, Tanunda and Angerston, I got lucky to, I went on YouTube the other day because they're uh, filming all the games because of that Kurtz incident last year in the grand final. Yep. Yes. Don't know whether you're aware of that, Rick. I am indeed. You are. Uh, one point. Yes. Lee Westhoff kicking the last, last goal. On the siren. Right on the siren. Yeah. Beautiful. Great game of footy. Yeah. I watched the last quarter. It's a pity his brother hadn't played a, kicked a few for poor. <laughs> he didn't. If he got the kick, he might have kicked the goal. But uh, anyway, that's another thing. We won't go on to Port Adelaide. They were very disappointing. Uh, Barossa District. Three well, points. Yes. Yep. Over South. Well, we always said South were going to be the big improver yep. with Big O'Born. That's right. Um, and they will they've, be. They've recruited they a couple be. others. They will be. And so, uh, and Barossa are going to be around the mark. They'll probably be just out the four, I think. 
Well, of course, this year, for the first time, they've got a top five. Well, so, there you go, Rick. That um, I mean, it, there's interesting arguments, you know, in a, in a low-numbered competition to say have five. But on the, on the other hand, I'm almost in... I don't know whether I'm totally in favour of it, but the argument you can use is that at this standard of football, um, where, you you know, basically all sides have got a number of of good players and you know a number of sort of second third tier players that if a couple of those really good players get injured it has a huge effect now mm. if you by having a top five uh it gives a side say that's been hit by injuries and loses enough well enough games not to make the top four they can they can Straight make fifth position make fifth. and then if they've got their players back so uh, there's there's you know there's points for well, and against it. It's it's not that many years ago, I'd say 10 plus now, that we did have a top five here. Always oh. had a top five. And we used to do a Saturday-Sunday final and it always fell on Father's Day. It was a pain in the, you know what. Um, so you always had to umpire Saturday and you usually got a game then Sunday. And so you always missed out on Father's Day yeah. for that many years. Um, but now they've gone back to it. So I'm not too sure what, they're, what they were thinking, but why and... Um, Probably a top four is probably enough. Yes, with the nine-team league, really. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it. As I said, I guess it gives the side that has been hit by injuries uh, a chance mm. to progress. I mean, I think I'm right. I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think I'm <laughs> I sure you will. Do. <laughs> uh, North Adelaide winning the premiership uh, last year. They came from fifth. Yeah, I think they did. Mm. I think they did. Well, they first year elim elimination final. That's right. Yeah, that, so, yeah. So with the sports, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. But um, now Brady Scott, just tell me, can play or can play? Can play. Can play. Full forward. Uh, for yeah, well, in, in the forward area. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But they've got you see there. See you look at their big three. Uh, they've got a huge midfield. Mm. Uh, mm. So the balls, the balls going down there. And Dutchkey, yeah. Koshel. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being full forward at Freeling either. Right, no. You know, with that, you know, no, they'll so. do. They'll do very well this year, I reckon. Yeah. No. That, I mean, it's good to see. I mean, Freeling. Uh, they made the final. They scraped, scraped in in Scotty's first year there into the four and, and got done in the first final. But um, I mean, that's good to see him up there and you know shaking a few yeah. of the big boys yeah. around, aren't they? Anyway, Phil, I think we ought to. Uh, I think we've done enough of. We the local probably have. I think I've now, got it all I, notes done. Have you heard about the research project? that this University uh, of South Australia PhD student, Fabian Garcia-Brine, and he's working with the SACA yeah. on trying to develop a program or a test to measure fatigue. Oh, there it goes would, the door, Rick. <laughs> it, would seem, it would seem to me he's chosen the wrong side. Oh, for sure. The, the Redbacks didn't spend enough time out on the field to get fatigue. But, so I, I just had to have a bit of a, a chuckle there. Well, that is, a, that is a bit of a joke. He's picked the wrong side well, there. I, I reckon he has picked the wrong side. I really do. And speaking of that, yes, what did the spectator miss when he went to the toilet? Goodness knows, Rick, but... The entire South Australian innings. <laughs> oh, so he went for a wee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very 
very good. I like that one, Rick. And welcome to our Redbacks uh, yes, listeners. fans, <laughs> particularly Jamie Sims. Yeah. Is he I, still coaching? He is, I think. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, so while we're on the cricket, we'll just have briefly touch on the uh, selection of the um, World, World Cup. Cup squad. Yep. Uh, and as I guess uh, the best or worst kept secret in the world is that uh, obviously. Uh, the, the naughty boys, or at least two of the naughty boys, uh, Davey Warner and Steve Smith, are back in it. Yep. Um, and so they should. I mean, oh, yes. they served their time, done their crime, served it, their time. It, I, I'm, I'm totally happy with that. I yep. just think it's going to be interesting, uh, Which and we'll probably never know the politics of, no. uh, of you know, I mean, this one's an ex, a bit of an experiment because Adam Finch is the captain, uh, and probably uh, there's less... Uh, requirement for interaction in a one-day game than there is in a five-day test match. But uh, no, no, uh, I don't, well, personally, I don't think there's any surprises. I was going to say, is there any surprises? No, Alex Carey, I think, is good that he's in the squad. Um, Nathan Lyon and Adam Zampa, the spinners. Uh, and you know, I'm not a big fan of Zampa, though. Well, Rick. To, no, to be honest, I'm not. I mean, his figures, I'm amazed his figures stand up as Seems well as they do. He takes wickets, doesn't he? Well, he takes wickets in, in the 2020 version and seemingly the one-day version because um, his first-class figures you are You buy very, your wickets there, don't you? Right. I mean, you yeah. copper hiding and, and you're yeah. always going to get yeah. a wicket somewhere yeah. along the line. The, the, big, the big thing will be in one-day cricket as to who's going to open the batting because preferably you would, would like... To have a left and right hander. Now that that almost says that Finch is going to have to open, and either Warner or uh, Kawaja is going to, uh, because being left-handers, it would be well, interesting. Going to be Finch that. and Warner, wouldn't you? Well, and it then might Kawaja be. at three, it Steve Smith at it, four, it wouldn't could, you? Well it, it, well, it can be that. I mean, the interesting thing is that in one day we bat down, don't we? Yes, oh, Kawaja. Hey, I mean, Pat Cummings can bat. Mm. Kawaja's got a very, very good track record at opening in one-day cricket. But anyway, that's um, at, at least they're back, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Should be a good side. I mean, they should do pretty well, I would think. Yeah, Rick? I think so. Um, and uh, the the nineteen and t- 2019-20 contracts have all been, already been uh, announced, and... Uh, it's good to see that Travi Head's got a Guernsey again. Oh, has he? Yep. He got one? He Any got other one. South Australians in there? Uh, no, no. Um, what about... Um, what about uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name now. I've, I've lost. Who's that? He just got married. He only just got married. Uh, oh, yeah, I've lost his name. Sorry, Rick. That's all right. Um, no worries. I'll think of it in a minute. All right. So... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Warner and... Um, Fergie. Fergie. Oh, Fergie. Just, the name is just... Yeah. No, Fergie Fergie's not in it. it. He hasn't got an Australian contract. Oh, no. OK. Yeah. He didn't make any runs last year, so that's probably You're why. very right? harsh. You're very harsh. Well, he didn't make too many. No, he didn't. But anyway, Warner and um, and Stevie Smith are back in there, of course, as one would expect. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that looks like a good squad too. Yes, it is. It is indeed. All so, right, you've got a little bit of news on... Uh, well, the other, th- you know, going back to sort of these research projects, I'm really amazed at some of the things they come up with. Um, now, our, I can't believe this. I mean, I know we've talked last week about uh, the uh, rise and rise of supposedly uh, AFLW football. <laughs> we won't go there now, again. Well, we won't. But what amazes me, and um, from the article I read, there seems to be a very minimal amount of research, but out of a Flinders University study conducted by a Dr. Sam Elliott, 
who seemingly only interviewed girls at footy clubs rather than mm -hmm. a complete overall general research and he's come up with supposedly a recommendation that girls are so hooked on physical contact and desiring of it that he's suggesting <laughs> wait for this he's suggesting that the rules in netball and basketball should be altered so they become more physical games. Now, yeah, it'd be nice copping a hip and shoulder on a oh, on a oh, netball court, wouldn't it? And ending up on the you know on the Asheville. I mean, a uh, and that we won't bore our listeners with the amount of detail about the research, but it's a very small study, and to come up with that, given that at junior level. Uh, there are more boys playing soccer than there are playing Aussie rules because parents mm. are so concerned yeah, about injuries. injuries and and, and yeah, now absolutely. this this bloke with a doctorate is claiming that we want to turn netball into a an elbow fist and I mean why would you even uh, what it, sort well, of survey is that? It, well it makes you I mean you're on a hard court, you're not on grass. That's you not, know if you're gonna fall over well, you don't really want to fall over and, on a netball and, court. And it's it's same with basketball. Yeah, that's right. And I mean if you watch both netball and basketball, you'd I mean sure they're not as contact no, as I tell you what, it's rough enough. It is. There's a few elbows and a few, you know, loose yeah, tackles or whatever right. you want to So uh, there's the two. I mean, I, I think the fatigue studies are pretty interesting. And um, as I said, they've chosen the wrong team to experiment with. And as for changing the rules in netball and basketball, well, I've heard it all now, I reckon. Mm. And uh, no local footy this week, Rick. You got no, the weekend off? I have indeed. Yes, the Easter um, Bunny's coming. So Yeah, Easter Bunny comes. Yeah. Um, and then we go into the Anzac, couple of decent Anzac Day clashes, I see. Yeah. Angerston and Yuri and... And uh, Tanunda Barossa for the first time on Anzac yep. Day, which yep. which I'm going to get to one of those games and uh, have a look at my first local game for the year. And well, that's I mean now that you live in the big smoke of Mawson yes. Lakes, oh. it's a big effort to get up. It here. is. It's a you know water bag trip to get up here now. So particularly in your wheelchair. <laughs> 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 it must be tough. I went to footy on crutches on, on oh, uh, Saturday gee. night too, Rick. Oh, I'll man. tell you that. This is the secret gee. between you no, and we're me. We're not talking about <laughs> AFL football. No, we no. won't talk about them. Well, I reckon... Uh, That's probably it for the we've day, We've just Rick. about run out of time. So to our listeners, I hope you have a peaceful and happy Easter. And so do and, I. And to you as well, Phil. And to you too, Rick. And uh, until next time, this is Rick. And this is Phil.